media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Right, so, uh, by the way, check out that beautiful news campaign, hashtag beautiful news, and tell me what you think about it. I'm certainly going to look at it with, with close interest um, as well, right? But in the meantime, Jacqueline Boulos with me, and, and I want to just tell you as well, by the way, coming up just now, uh, we'll chat to Tonya Kuri as per ROI Africa with some fascinating trends and insights into this week in the media. Which one of all the things do you think has got the biggest percentage of media coverage in the country? And then in the world, I would think it's obviously Trump versus Clinton, which may well even be bigger next week. I think it's a given with the election coming up Tuesday uh, Tuesday night or Tuesday, in fact. Okay, but for now, Jacqueline Boulos, the founder and owner of Enocom, uh, as well as a member of the of PRISA, the Public Relations Institute of South Africa. Jacqueline, good chatting to you. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf. Good. So now you're... How, how long Enocom? Tell me about that. How long? In years? Uh, going on three years now. So we're still a very young company, but I think it's been an interesting journey. Um, agencies are evolving into different things in the market. I think we're becoming much more business partners. And with the, the world opening to Africa and growing into other African countries, I think for Intercom it's been an interesting path, especially focusing on East Africa over the past. As, as a specific area. As a okay. specific area, And, and yes. Intercom spells what? Comms probably refers to, inno, to communication, Inno? Yes, innovative. So okay. I think to my point in the beginning, I think – Comms has changed. It's become an integral part of business. It's not just an add-on marketing feature anymore. So we've got to understand what the business strategy is and then in an innovative way, communicate the messages. I think there's so much clutter that people are listening to these days. There's so many messages. If we just think of the Trump campaign and everything, that's all we hear. And brands still need to cut through the clutter to to communicate their messages. So so just to confirm that in terms of what Inocom does, what is the service you actually provide? Well, we are focusing to be a a full-service agency, so a 360 agency, Mm. but we work on a model where we partner with experts. So we do not say that we're experts in everything my speciality is public relations Mm, and reputation mm, management mm. then i've got a social media and digital partner and we partner with experts in the industry to deliver full service and and in partnering with others does that does that help you gain contracts where they know that you're outsourcing some parts of it or or does that is that more harmful to say well actually we'll deal with them anyway Not really. I think uh, especially bigger companies want to give one brief. They don't want to give multiple briefs. So we are not only the experts in certain areas, but we also manage the process. We quality check the process. And especially with companies in, for example, East Africa, Global companies have always worked on a hub principle mm, where mm. they have a hub that manages it. We're basically taking that hub principle, but we're also going to the countries and running it on the ground. And I think especially where my passion point is, is the other African countries, that's where it's become very necessary. Okay, you probably mentioned Africa or East Africa four times yes, in two minutes, passion. which does suggest – is that where you do most of your business? Uh, yes, that's where most of our focus has been over the past few years. I think that it's, it's I see it as the Wild West. There's so much still to be done. There's so much development and interest and communication and reputation management is very much in its infancy. There's been great companies, South African agencies that's gone there and started doing work there, but there's still a lot for us to do. And I think brands, global brands or South African brands moving into those markets have tried to 
take the South African recipe or the UK recipe mm. and try to apply it there. And I used to do it myself. Well, well we're going to talk about how you do it because also that point that someone made earlier on is, is, the, is the fact that it's so deceptively close to, to the Middle East. I mean, just across, yes. across the road, across the Red Sea, if I can call it that right. No 6.1. The home of SAFM in Nelspruit. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. All right, chatting, uh, continuing to chat, in fact, to Jacqueline Bullos. And by the way, we've sort of laid on the draw now. Uh, we've now connected to Facebook Live. So if you're listening, I'm giving them the thumbs up. You may want to do the same thing as well, Jacqueline. So if you're listening in on Facebook Live or watching on Facebook Live, you can, of course, listen on radio and then comment as we're talking. So feel free to do just that and share uh, this particular Facebook Live crossing, chatting to Jacqueline Bullos of Intercom. Okay, so we spoke about East Africa. Uh, let's, let's rewind completely, you know, in, in terms of... Uh, we chatted before from Idea Engineers, a company that was very much involved with tech spaces. And, uh, but but, but uh, BlackBerry comes to mind when we talk about <laughs> Idea Engineers. Yes. Uh, w- why did you leave them then? What happened to you? New opportunities. You know, you work in an agency for such a long period and you grow with a team and they shape you. And then you see your own opportunities of what you would want to do. And that was my opportunity. I was with them for about eight years. So it was time, but they are still my family. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and the opportunity was, was this year, in a car? It was, yes. It's, you know, you do your own thing and you start to explore. Like I said, Africa was my passion point or other African countries. And that gave me the opportunity for BlackBerry and Sage. We used to touch in Kenya and Nigeria as markets. And I think working and setting those up for those accounts was something that really sparked the interest. And I thought, okay, well, let's try it. And I got the opportunity to go and do work for Vodacom in Tanzania. I was going to ask you, I mean, clearly if if you're on your own, you need that one company or one brand to support you otherwise you'd be knocking all doors all the time was that was that the number one the that one? was the number one yes um i literally went for a week to do consultation work and i came back completely in love with the market it was very different uh, they've got lots of challenges but it's interesting it's here in south africa and some other markets it's a been there done that bought a t-shirt but they things you can still make a real difference and when you do run a campaign or you do interaction with media, it's an immediate effect. You can see uh, I've assisted in a political campaign in Kenya of late. And after some interviews and work done, there's an immediate change in perceptions, immediate change in how people see things. And that, as a PR practitioner, it's, it's refreshing. Mm. So, so you can measure that impact like immediately? Yes. Especially because in those countries, um, social media is even bigger um, because of mobility. Data prices are much cheaper than here. Um, the youth market is much bigger. So people are on social media the whole time, more so than here. And you see the changes immediately. You start seeing the, the Twitter feeds and the Facebook posts, and they, they're quite outspoken on social there. Um, so you see immediate change. It's interesting. I mean, it does say, and I go back to the time of around 1994 where South Africa, quite honestly, adopted almost an imperialist attitude of, you know, we're the, we're the best and the only country in Africa. It, it does, I mean, I think that's changed now, but it does suggest even now that we don't know enough about East Africa and, and other parts of Africa. We, we tend to take it for granted that 
they need to know about us, isn't it? Absolutely. And and they do. I think when you go, they, they, they do know and look up to South Africa in a certain way. But if you go and work in the market and you try and apply the formulas that you would use here, it just doesn't work. And I think that's been the biggest eye opener. You've got a, you know, small factors like the weather has an effect on how people see things. The um, If we just look at Tanzania, there's four or five regions and each region is different. Your coastal is more um, religious. Uh, Dar is more cosmopolitan. So it's a few countries in one. So we can't apply And, and therefore, you, are you based here or are you based there? Um, everywhere. Okay. <laughs> so that, that is one of the th things that I feel very strongly about. Um, traditionally, agencies have always said, we know what's happening in other African countries mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and they don't like going there. And You've, you've got to be there. You've got to go and work with the media directly. You've got to spend time there. So over the past few years, I've spent almost the majority of the time outside of the country to understand the markets. Um, you've, you, you can't sell something if you don't really know. You've yeah, got to go and taste point. the waters. Yeah. How, how did you get involved in the industry in the first place? In communications? Well, well just communications, yeah. Sure. I used to, writing used to be my passion, or it still is, mm. just don't have enough time. So I got the opportunity to work for an investor relations company many years ago. And they used to do some PR as well. And it was just, I saw the work and it was very exciting to me. So I thought, okay, I'm going to test the waters. And I moved on to Tsoko Sun, okay. where I was for about six odd years, seven years to, to do work at. And that was, it's an eye opener. You, you work for a company like Tsoko and you, you learn a lot about communications. Well, I mean, th that's the part that often people forget that when you, when you, you know, when you're working with big brands, besides what you give into those brands, you yourself learn so much. Isn't oh, yes. It? Yeah. I think, you know, uh, Tsoko was a great great opportunity for me it was just the the caliber of people that you got to work with the the type of com campaigns um, even from a corporate social investment you, you get to actually make a change through what they do so if you start off with small companies that's not always the case of course what what, what therefore would you think you know would be your unique skills that, that that's, that's you personally and then your company apart let me start with you personally Sure. I think it's, that's almost like an interview question, but <laughs> <laughs> people that know us, um, the team, the, the intercom team, myself and Natalie, we're very passionate about what we do. We are, um, I think, because of all the changes, and especially the past year and a half has been diffic more difficult for companies. Uh, clients are hanging on to their money a lot more than they used to. So... The persistence has paid off and the, the passion about what we do and making sure what we do is innovative. Uh, especially PR has had a very bad reputation about two, three years ago because it was it was just about a press release and a press conference mm. and an event and it was all about balloons and launches. Um, and it's not the case. We So how how has that changed now? It's like I've said, it's it's a business function. Mm. It's you, you need to be part of the business strategy to understand where is the business going and then taking that and say, OK, how are we going to apply it best um, from an intercom perspective? And it's it's something that we picked up from idea engineers and we're trying to to grow with that is to say we're not just going to provide you with a solution. Yes, PR is our strength or social is our strength, but it doesn't mean we're going to sell you that solution. If we sit with you and see well, actually, a direct marketing campaign is going to be more beneficial. And you approached us for a social campaign. We will tell you that. Um, 
it's not always easy because a client has a certain set idea of what they want. But I think as a company, we need to be ethical and say, we want to give you the best advice possible. And therefore, this is our recommendation. And you threw in a name called Natalie without giving a surname. But tell us who that Natalie is. <laughs> Natalie de Toy. She's my, my partner in Intercom. Um, the, the ex-swimmer. So mm. I'm quite... She, she's a legend. I mean, let's she's get that right. She's an absolute legend. Mm. And she, she's slowly and surely becoming a legend in the business world as well. I think I'm very fortunate she is quite a visionary in strategy and a, a great understanding of a South African market when it comes to um, political influencer engagement, corporate engagement, especially because of her swimming. Um, she's also quite passionate, you know, the lessons that she's learned through through swimming. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, well, pass this on to her to say, you know, I, I do a, a feature on a Thursday in, on the afternoon talk show called The Life Coach and, and we, well, we basically coach you in your lives and, and we're interested in people who've changed careers and effectively she's done that. So she Absolutely. is welcome to talk to me whenever she's ready for it, okay? So that's a given, right? Make what, sure. what, you know, just lastly, some of the big campaigns you've worked on that, that for you has given you the greatest pleasure in terms of making the biggest impact, what would they be? I think one of, uh, well, the, the, the political campaign that I mentioned in, 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 uh, in, Kenya. in Kenya, right? Yes. Um, unfortunately, I'm under a restraint of, I can't mention too much, but that seeing the, the, the change that is happening at the moment is extremely fulfilling. Um, the, the candidate is focusing, focusing on Kibra. Uh, Kibra is a is a area that is you it's like a Santon and a Dipslurt combined or an Alex combined in mm -hmm. one and um, it's the worst slums that I've ever seen in my life and to go and work on campaigns and understand what people need from a political candidate um, and being part of this candidate's campaign where she actually wants to make a difference and it's not just you know you see so many jaded stories of political mm -hmm. candidates not really mm -hmm. wanting to but spending the time with them and and really seeing the change that's been a great passion point for us um the other one was a a very interesting campaign and in, in uh tanzania called j millions uh which was a very promo traditional mobile telcos mm. campaign but it it really changed the market for for vodacom and quite a bit in how they conducted and how they bought um turned loyal customers into even more loyal customers and it was it was a long campaign it was a almost four-month campaign which okay. was very difficult to sustain in a market where brand loyalty is not great um that because of a socialistic background it's just not something that's that's part of them anymore and being part of that has been an interesting journey and you see just the sparkle in your eye says, <laughs> I've enjoyed myself thoroughly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's leave it at that. I tell you what, if you are able to even tweet some of the points you've just made and links to some of the campaigns, feel free to do that anyway. Perfect. So we'll certainly share that hashtag media show so listeners can certainly watch that. Of course, we've been talking about this not just on air, but also and not just tweeting using social media, but also, you know, having the entire interview on uh, Facebook Live. So if you're watching right now, that thumbs up to you. We're going to move on. But also, if you haven't been watching, you can even now switch to Facebook even later on. And, uh, and check that out and give me your thoughts and certainly comment on that. Jacqueline Bolas, appreciate your time. It's been great chatting to you. Thank you. Uh, there we are, the founder, owner of Intercom now in, well, her partner's Natalie Dutowicz. Does that make a difference? Maybe another discussion for another time, right?